A Winter Crossing Grown-ups will find ways to not tell certain stories to their children. Oh, of course they'll tell tales of swimming ducks and dragons, talking chess pieces and royal princesses who began as scullery maids. But not the stories that are absolutely harrowing, nor those of frightening things, which live in darkish places so evil that to speak of them would surely stop the hearts of the stoutest men. Those are the secret tales not told to children and rarely spoken of between adults. Those are the things parents pretend do not exist, so they won't have to think on them. One such story concerns a bridge, just beyond the village of Borloge, made of weathered timber and pounded pegs the circumference of cheese wheels. This bridge has stood as long as any remember. It crosses a ragged cleft in the mountain, with steep sides that fashion a deep gorge trapping rapids at the bottom that bubble in summer. In wintry months, the turbulent waters of the Pitalvan River slide dark and dense beneath buckled crusts of ice. In those times, when the sun would drop behind the ancient and broken mountains, the bridge became unfamiliar and cast a stifling pall on those who dared cross. Even to this day, it is said traversing the bridge alone at the end of a winter's day is to invite frost demons. This is what adults tell each other. Then they laugh and hoist mead or mulled wine in heavy mugs and whisper fairy tales at the oft-repeated warning. Yet their eyes dart and their tongues lick cracked lips, and they share the secret conviction that perhaps labelling something a fairy tale is not the same as labelling something untrue. To their children they warn, Stay off the bridge at night, it becomes slippery and hazardous and you could fall in, because frightening their little ones with vague danger may yet be kinder than telling them the truth. Come spring thaw, the villagers performed a gruelling duty. Working down from the shadow cast by the bridge, just past where the waters of the Pitalvan slow and join with the wide lake, the adults gathered for their grim task. Using long poles with hooks, they set out on their tethered rafts in a search for something they prayed not to find. Each winter, a few folk from inside or outside their village that didn't hearken to fairy tale warnings disappeared, and their bodies danced in the darkened waters under the ice, while the village slept on unaware. In spring, their bodies rose with marks of injuries consistent with being battered against the rocks of the rapids on the way down. Seven people per winter fell or jumped to their deaths off the bridge. Every year, precisely seven. Children weren't allowed to witness the harvesting of the lake. Later, when they became adults, and had to do the duty themselves, that night they would tell their own children stories of swimming ducks and magic beans and wheat that can make you supernaturally strong. But not stories about the search for bodies. Not because they're liars. Oh, well, yes, of course they are lying by omission. But they do not do it because they are liars. 
They do it because they are parents who love their children.'